Manuel De Silva is Global Product Line Manager of Fiserv's Financial Crime Management Business Line, a business line that is focused on anti-money laundering, payment security, and fraud risk solutions. As a leading core processor and technology solutions provider for banking institutions, Fiserv has unique insight. Today, I'm joined by Manuel De Silva to explain some of the leading trends Fiserv is focused on. Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group. So, Manuel, could you just give our audience some background about this financial crime risk management business line? How long has Fiserv had this business line? So, Fiserv itself as a company has been around more than 30 years. You know, and our mission, Fiserv as a corporate organization, is really to enable our clients through banking solutions and uh, technology and services. The financial crimes and risk management line of business has been around probably about six years now. And we really started with deployment of the AML manager solution. Recently, we've, we've now expanded the SCRM line of business to include four solutions that really cover a lot of the payment transactions associated with check fraud, payment fraud, online banking, mobile banking, and many other lines of businesses. In essence, what we're trying to do is really provide our clients with an enterprise fraud management platform that basically monitors all of the different types of transactions, not only from a risk perspective, but also from a fraud perspective. And so what we've tried to do and are successfully deployed in the market is this enterprise vision that has multiple modules that addresses this particular line of business depending on the financial institutions. We actually do service more than just financial institutions. We've seen a lot of activity and interest from companies, for example, insurance companies, money service providers, and even casinos for some of our fraud and risk type solutions. So, Manuel, I think you answered my next question. You mentioned some of the different types of businesses that you work with. But from a banking institution perspective, what would you say are some of the focal points for Fiserv? What are some of the main things that you're working with banking institutions on? So really, our primary goal with financial institutions focuses on two sides. As I said, it's the, the risk side, the money laundering, the, the changing regulations, and the changing patterns that we're seeing in AML activity right now. So we help uh, our clients basically stay ahead of the curve, not only from a regulatory perspective, but also some of the best practices that we see changing in the AML industry. I think the AML industry has been and will continue to go through many changes, not only from a strategic, but also from an operational perspective that I find that the AML business needs to attend to. From a full perspective, from a financial perspective, obviously we cover multiple lines of businesses within that financial institution. Our primary focus has been around checking on whether that's check deposits or whether that's check on us. Really, also we're doing a lot of work with some of our institutions around the remote deposit capture side of things, a growing area of businesses of many of our banks. But in addition to that, we're also working with a lot of our financial institutions in the wire and AC side of businesses. We've seen a lot of demand from our financial institutions, you know, in order to better monitor and detect suspicious activity on the ACH and wire side of things, both from a retail and also from a corporate perspective. In addition to this, we also work with many of our financial institutions around the online and mobile side of the line of businesses. And so as these financial institutions offer more the online and mobile banking, we've seen there's a need in order for financial institutions to basically have full solution capabilities in order to manage the risk of offering these new lines of services that are customer base.
So, Mandy, I'd like to go back to something that you mentioned about ACH and wire fraud. We've seen some upticks in account takeover, and of course, account takeover has been an issue that banking institutions have been battling for quite some time. Business email compromise comes to mind. Could you talk a bit about some of the services that Fiserv is offering to help banking institutions detect some of these types of schemes? Absolutely, Tracy. Yes. So first and foremost, what we are and have brought to the market is really an enterprise fraud solution. And what that really means to us is really the ability to, to look at different transactions across different lines of businesses from a financial institution. So whether that line of business, for example, is a DDA account, is a checking account, is a savings account, or it could even be a credit card or debit card, etc., or even mortgage loan accounts. It's really the ability to look at an individual customer across all the relationships that that person may have with a financial institution. Now, what that does is really expose data to us. And what we do, we use that data as part of analytics. So we're very strong on analytics. We build models that look at specific types of fraud patterns, specifically around account takeover. So as these transactions come in across the different lines of businesses, we're going to score those transactions. We're going to be looking for a specific fraud trends, and one of those fraud trends is obviously account takeover. And what we have seen is really this uptick in account takeover attempts, especially around ACH and wire. And we're seeing that both from a retail perspective and also from a commercial perspective, where these lines of businesses and how people transact around wire and ACH, it basically allows fraudsters, we, we believe, another opportunity in order to, to basically attack the account, to cover the account and obviously commit fraud on this. So we're using all the best practices, a common standard enterprise platform, an analytical model that's based on customer data and consulting data. And that customer model really means looking at also an individual. So we understand the individual behavior pattern. And so when we identify account takeover fraud, it's really outside the norm of a typical person's spending habits or activity. And that's how we basically address, in some regards, the account takeover needs. Mandy, I know you mentioned earlier that money laundering had been a primary focus for this line of business at Fiserv. Is money laundering a growing concern with the advent of cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin and the legalization of even some of the marijuana businesses in certain markets? Well, it's a very good question. So what we believe that money laundering is really a high priority for all financial institutions, and just not financial institutions. What we're seeing is, is a lot of demand for AML services, also from insurance brokers, from money service brokers, and also the Bitcoin industry. So when clients come to us and they talk about their, their line of business, whether it's financial, a typical financial institution, or whether it's a casino, an insurance company, or even Bitcoin, to us, it, they are just another line of business where we believe that what will happen in a few years is there will be greater regulatory demands in order to monitor the transfer of funds within that institution. And whether that institution is a financial institution like a bank or whether it's a casino or whether it's an insurance company or it's a Bitcoin company, you know, we see that there will be a growing demand for AML solutions in, in those industry sectors. What about some of the movement that we see being taken place in the industry toward faster payments? Are there fraud concerns there that Fiserv is focused on? 
Oh, very much so. Yeah, so faster payments has got a, a lot of attention over the last few years. And so faster payments, I think, is inevitable. It'll come to the US market at, at a certain point in time. I think that there are many risks associated with, with faster payments. We've seen some of those risks in other countries where they have also deployed faster payments. And again, really what Pfizer is trying to do there is really offer you know a real-time decision engine to enable our clients to basically stop that faster payment from happening. Because faster payments works in real time, the funds are immediately withdrawn and deposited into accounts. It's critically important that the monitoring tool or the system that looks at these transactions is also decision in real time. And that is really one of the key components of faster payments fraud monitoring is the ability to take these transactions, okay, score these transactions and decision these transactions in real time. Again, I kind of you know believe and price of is driving this message and, and building also analytical models, neural network type modeling capability to again monitor these transactions from an individual perspective in addition to understanding the industry or market pool trends associated with faster payments. And so we truly believe that you know using real-time decisioning processing, also using neural network analytical capabilities to actually score and decide whether this transaction is suspicious or otherwise is really going to be a key requirement of any bank that basically decides to deploy faster payments within the US or the countries. While we're on the payments discussion, Manny, are you working with merchants? And if you are, how are you helping banking institutions and merchants with their EMV implementations? So Fiserv right now does not actively work directly with merchants. We basically work with the financial institutions in order to protect their products and portfolios with transactions that are conducted at the merchant site. And so then how are you working with your banking institution customers with EMV implementations? Yeah, so EMV is obviously taking a more significant role. As we all know, there's, there's a major liability shift on October the 1st in 2015. The way that we're working with our financial institutions right now in terms of EMV is really helping them in order to build strategies and rules around EMV. You know, the focus of obviously of EMV is really the counterfeit kind of scenarios which will be reduced. But it doesn't mean the fraud will actually go away. When we look at EMV fraud patterns, the markets that deploy EMV, we actually see an uptick in other types of frauds. One of them we mentioned before is account takeover. The other one, of course, is CNP or cardinal present. So a lot of our conversations with our clients really focus on strategies and helping them to understand that the build strategy around account takeover, ID theft, CMP, and also what we're also doing is because we cover an enterprise solution with our institutions that also are running check and, and payment for them one ACH, we work in a lot of our clients to actually take some of that EMV data and use it in order to better score transactions in other lines of businesses, for example, on the ACH or YSI or on the check-in side. So we're taking full advantage of EMV data availability in order to look at strategies from a card issue perspective. But in addition, we're also using that EMV data to basically complement a lot of our existing analytical models that serve other lines of businesses. Manny, could you talk a little bit about EMV specifically? I know credit has been the focus so far, but what about debit? What are some of the challenges that you see and how is the industry going to overcome them? Yes, yeah, so I think with debit, one of the major reasons we've seen there is a lag in terms of EMV debit card deployment is associated with the networks, especially in the US where there are so many different debit networks 
outside of the Visa and MasterCard and Europay, obviously networks where EMD has been driven, we've seen that the introduction uh, the configuration and the operability of having an EMV type transaction in these other networks is becoming more difficult to deploy. And I, I think eventually it will happen. I think that you know the, the success of the EMV that, that will come over the next year or so will basically mean that these other debit networks will have to come also and provide EMV type capability. And so I think that that's one of the primary reasons why we're seeing the debit networks lagging a little bit behind around the credit networks in terms of EMV usage. And Manny, one final question for you before we wrap up. Could you talk a bit about some of the complementary technologies such as tokenization that are being implemented in tandem with EMV? Yes, absolutely. So, so obviously there are many new sort of strategic best practices that a lot of banks are looking to deploy with EMV. Obviously one of them is the whole tokenization side of things. But also I think tokenization is just one of many possible strategies. The one could be two-factor authentication. Also we're seeing around EMV. I think also some of the other strategies that will be looked to for deployment could be a zero fallback type approach. Uh, but in essence, I think that when I look at EMV and I look at the risks of EMV, you know, it, it's really a tiered approach using many of the best practices that we've seen in the fraud and, and risk industry for many years and applying those. So tokenization one, two-factor authentication is another. But in addition, it's really about, again, monitoring and using analytics as a means to, to basically prevent and detect the fraud or suspicious activity before that happens. So I think banks are at different stages of, of these deployments. I think some will look at tokenization some obviously look at two-factor, but ultimately, you know, we always guide our clients to, to basically use real-time decision processing in addition to, to analytics that I think will, will help them combat ENV and also the other types of fraud that we see our financial institutions. I will also, if I may, just expand on ENV, so what the industry is really concerned today from ENV is where the fraud is going to go. And we're actually seeing some of those fraud uh, migration already coming from outside the card and going towards the check industry, the deposit and withdrawal side of things. We're seeing some fraud also going to the payment side, online and mobile. And these are very active channels of business that our financial institutions uh, are promoting to their clients. You know, we've seen a lot of activity on the remote deposit capture also. And I think what's happening is that when we look at EMD, we have to be very conscientious of the fact that fraud will mitigate elsewhere within the financial institution. And therefore, it's really important from a, from a strategic standpoint for this financial institution to monitor these different lines of businesses, the ability to you know, use data from ENV in other parts of line of businesses to have this enterprise deployment and also have analytics in order to really monitor the behavior of the customer in addition to monitoring the individual line or account of the business that the customer may have with the financial institution. Very good points, Manny. Thank you so much again for your time. Thank you very much. Again, we've just heard from Manuel De Silva of Fiserv. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten.